you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Explained is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's a question that I think for some might be a surprise. Like, what do you mean you have to ask this question? I actually think it's relevant. It's a brand new edition of NFL Explained. Michael Robinson, Mike Am with you. Are you a Vegas guy? Am I a Vegas guy? Not really, Yams, because I'm, I'm a married man, okay? And I don't like to gamble, so it's one of those things. They have shows. Yeah, they have shows, but you got to walk through a lot of stuff before you get to the shows, man. You know what I'm saying? That is true. <laughs> what if I told you that there's some football-related things going down? Oh, I'll be Again. there. Okay. I'll be there. Yes. Just double-checking. <laughs> Here we go. We got the explanation of the Pro Bowl games, and I say a little new format here. We're going to get to all of those details in just a bit. You won a Super Bowl. You're also a Pro Bowler. Yes. That is a hell of an honor. Yams, it's crazy, bro. When I found out I was going to the Pro Bowl, I remember I was in a hotel room. My house was uh, had got flooded. Oh. So my family and I, we were in a hotel room that night oh, I mean, for, the, for a couple of days. And so found out I'm going to the Pro Bowl. Literally 15 minutes later, Joe Paterno calls me. And I'm one of the last people that he spoke to before he passed that day. Wow. It was crazy. It was surreal because as I'm talking to him, and I'm like, what's up, Joe? What's up, coach? I know, you know, you're struggling. And, you know, his, uh, his son, Jay Paterno, told me to get on the phone and just kind of, you know, say something to him. He wasn't going to respond. You can hear him breathing and all those things. And the crazy part it was, I don't know, seven, eight years previous to that, Joe Paterno was the guy was I, while I'm sitting in his office all upset, cussing him out. Like he allowed, we had that type of relationship, yeah. right? He said, you know what, Robinson, I know you want to play quarterback right now, but uh, we need you other places. You're probably going to be a Pro Bowl fullback or tailback in the National Football League. I gave him the middle finger and walked out of his <laughs> office. I was 18 years old. And literally the day I'm that right, I was crazy, the day that I found out I'm going to a Pro Bowl, this whole thing is happening. And, you know, obviously they asked me to speak at his memorial service. Crazy couple of hours for me finding that out. 
So bad time <laughs> by me, because I was going to say you found out, and as you were taking the phone call, you had like 15 inches of water like you know, around your, your knees. And then here you go, you give me this heartfelt story, which is like full circle <laughs> yes. football twist to it. And this is where we end it's up. It's crazy, so, man. So it's who's crazy. the jerk? That would yeah. be me. Uh, all right. So last year on this podcast, we actually took everyone into a deep dive of the history of the Pro Bowl. Okay. It's brand new. So on this season's episode. We're going to be discussing the 2023 Pro Bowl games, by the way, presented by Verizon. The event's actually taking place over two days in Vegas. M. Rob, definitely a Vegas guy, <laughs> the fan favorite, the skills competitions that will be broadcast live for the first time Thursday, February 2nd on ESPN, 7 to 8.30 Eastern time. You, you got basically a huge event. The competitions, they're going to be uh, continue Sunday, February 5th, Allegiant Stadium. I was there last year for the yeah. East-West Shrine game, and they were getting ready for all the Pro Bowl stuff. I'm telling you, that whole city, man, they just become all about what's going to happen on the football field at Allegiant for the Pro Bowl. What we're going to see here is a little flag football. When I think flag football, you're already smiling, man. Yeah, I man. think flag football, you're the first dude that I think of. <laughs> Why is that? Yes. Because I was doing Total Access, <laughs> yep. you were doing hits in Alabama, <laughs> and I'm telling you, M-Rob was drenched in Sweating. sweat. Yeah. It was so hot, humid. <laughs> But smiling ear to ear because you actually legitimately love flag football. Yeah, it's fun, man. And, and you know what, Yams? People have to understand in flag football, not like your neighborhood youth football organizations have flag football. That's like 11 on 11. Yeah. You still have linemen. You're just playing football without equipment. This is a different game, so to speak, right? Like different body types. You can, you know, you can't guard, you, you can't flag guards. You got to come up with certain plays. It's just a whole different look and it's fast paced and the windows are small. And so the reason why my face lit up is because being out there at the World Games, man, to see the enthusiasm that flag football injected into not just men playing this game, but young women as yeah. well and in entire countries. Hopefully, hopefully, Yams. As we, you know, as this flag football thing grows and the Pro Bowl weekend grows with flag football, hopefully we get that Olympics for flag football. Yeah. That's what the goal is. So I know a lot of people have been a little hesitant about embracing this. I think once we get the game and we see the guys having fun, it's going to mm -hmm. be like, oh, yeah, we should have done this a long time ago. We'll go into some of the rosters, some of the details around the game coming up in just a bit here. You told me about the experience when you got the call that you were going to be a Pro Bowler. And obviously yeah. that was a really special moment for you. In your life, what about the actual event itself? What's it like for a player to head to the Pro Bowl? Because it's Hawaii at the time, correct? Yeah, it was yeah. Hawaii. And you talk about the state of Nevada and Las Vegas yeah. embracing everything about football and everything about the game. So did Hawaii. I mean, the minute you got off the plane, I mean, out of the airport, there's thousands of fans. And, you know, I was a fullback. I'm like, there's no way anybody knows who I am, right? And there's a whole section of M-Rob supporters with 26 jerseys on. They're just giving me all of these, you know, what are these the, things? The lays. The lays, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't want to mess that up. The plane and I was like, <laughs> don't be immature, Mike. Yeah. Don't be immature. So, yeah. Yeah, man. And, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a great atmosphere. I love playing in the game. Um, Matt Forte, Shady McCoy, Beast Mode, they yeah. were my tailbacks in that game. None of them wanted to play. They were all in contract disputes and nobody wanted to get hurt. So I ended up playing a large majority of the game. I didn't get any passes or anything like yeah. that. But um, what I enjoyed the most about my Pro Bowl experience was the pool chats. Oh. And what I mean by is if you've ever been to the Pro Bowl, especially when it was at Hawaii, there's one hotel that's central focus point for all the players, all the, you know, the, the National Football League's offices are there and, and all of that. A lot of security. <laughs> but at the end of the day, at night, 
when the pool, you know, everybody's hotel rooms were around the pool and the music's playing and you got Hall of Famers, your past and present yep. and current. Everybody's together. I learned I, I learned so much just listening to older guys talk around the pool while they've had a couple of cold ones. You know what I'm saying? And that's where the true brotherhood comes in. I enjoy that more than anything else. Game talk, life talk, financial talk. All the above, man. All the above. Like, because as a, as a, again, we're gladiators. No. I'm going to say football players, but we're gladiators. And to understand that you're not the only one in the world going through some of your personal issues, you know, there's guys that went through it before you that understand what's going on at the home, that understands you traveling and having a family and all that. And sometimes it just feels good to talk to some people that's been through yeah. it. You know, especially before you. And that's that's kind of what that Pro Bowl did, especially in Hawaii. Now, I haven't been to the one here in Vegas yet. I'll be coming to it this this uh, year for the flag football championships. But at the end of the day, that that pool chat was was where it was at. Uh, look, all those conversations, they just they're better when you have uh, an umbrella hanging <laughs> out. I knew of your you drink, was going to say right? like yes. it just everything just flows a little differently. It loosened everybody yeah. up. People started singing. It's karaoke. Oh, and I mean, okay. it's just it's those things. And what I can say is. Yeah. All athletes like to be coached. We all like the challenge. We wouldn't sure. be, you know, at the highest level of the sport if we weren't. But to see guys challenge each other, oh, I would have beat you in my prime. Why oh, I would have did this. Uh, yeah. The most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, you've got old dudes that's really saying, man, I'll take and my cleats. I'll put my cleats on right now. And I'm like, bro, no, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. But it's just good to hear yeah. and, and have a great time. And I think the National Football League does a great job of kind of setting the mood and allowing us to do our thing. The MVP of karaoke singers is... Oh, MVP or character. Like, is there someone that really stood out to you? I will say this. Um, Ray Lewis is a character with the microphone in his hands. Let's just okay. say okay. that. And right. I'm going to leave That's it fair. there. Everybody who's ever been over there with him knows what I'm talking about. All right. So Ray Lewis is a guy that I would have to imagine got a ton of fan votes, not to mention mm -hmm. player and coaching votes to go his way. And that's how those rosters are made up. Fan vote, pretty obvious, right? Mm -hmm. But take me through the locker room, what you're hearing from coaches. Like, how does that section, that two-thirds of the vote, how does that come about? Yeah. So, like you said, you have the fans, you know, what I mean? you know the fan votes, you got the coaches voting. But we vote as players, too. And oftentimes, I've, oh, I was always in a running back meeting room in the National Football League. So we vote. We would always vote for the linebackers. Sure. Right? Because that's the, those are the guys we primarily face. The offensive linemen vote for defensive linemen. Wide receivers vote for defensive backs and vice versa. And so you, you had to vote for somebody in your conference but not on your team. That was kind of how it was. And you, they would have like, you got to, as a group, you guys got to come up with, let's say we were talking middle linebacker. As a group, you got to come up with your top five. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then they take the votes from there. But it's funny, the games we used to play to try to get our guys in. Like, I remember being yeah. on the San Francisco 49ers team. And, you know, obviously we had Patrick Willis. I didn't play with Navarro Bowman. He was coming in on my way out. And I remember, like, we were thinking, like, man, Patrick got to get in. And I'm sitting there talking to Frank Gore, like, man, but you know they're going to vote for Patrick. He was like, man, I don't know. And so you try to vote for guys. Nobody in the NFL is sorry. But you try to vote for guys who maybe wouldn't get a Pro Bowl vote at all. You, so your vote is exhausted there, and the yeah. votes that are left go to your guy. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of strategic. It's strategic, yeah. man. That's what we tried to do. I would imagine guys have incentives in their contracts for Pro Bowls because there is a difference, by the way, between being an All Pro and a Pro Bowler. Yep. I, I would imagine there's incentives both ways. Any guy ever come up to you and go like, 
yo, man, there's some extra coin coming my way. Give me a vote. Absolutely. We, yeah. I mean, you knew all the big money guys had it. You know, when I played in San Francisco, you had the Vernon Davises, the Alex Smith sure, guys sure. like that. You, your friend Gores, you knew those were the big money guys. Beast Mode, Bobby Wagner. I mean, you knew where the money guys were and you knew a lot of their money was tied to their success. I tell you mine, when I got voted in mine, I got me a nice check. So I was happy about yeah, that. I got a nice, not nice bonus. Probably not a bonus like the quarterbacks or the pass rushers <laughs> or the receivers. Play fullback, guys. Remember that. Fullback. We don't make that much money. But it felt good getting did an extra little win? bonus. Actually, we did. We did so, win. Because we, you get another kicker we for do winning. Get a, we did get an extra check for winning. I forgot about that. I bought my wife a car with that, actually. No kidding. I sure did. It got her her Porsche. Oh, oh did I name drop on, on, on the pod? Oh, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it, it helped out a whole lot, man. Absolutely, I forgot about that. Yeah, did we go nine eleven? Did we go? Was it a Boxster? No, it was it was a, um, a Cayenne. That oh, okay, a little SUV, yeah, the little larger SUV. SUV. The, yeah, 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 man. yeah, but with a little kick though. That thing kick on you though, make and go. You know what I'm saying? We just gave it up a couple years ago, man. Don't don't get me started on that. It's sad. Brings back it memories. It does so. bring back memories, uh, man. It was one of the first major purchases I yeah. bought my wife and it was like hey she was at work one day I pulled up in it she was like, have, oh. like the bow on it nah, no okay. bow okay. but she thought I rented it right and I'm like yeah but you know what I'm saying <laughs> go and check that car out right there you know what I'm saying it's yours and then she was like oh yeah, and awesome. everybody in the salon went crazy it was awesome that's awesome. <laughs> what a cool story. This is, we don't hear about that type of stuff. Hey man because I, I just man. I had heard that when you get to the Pro Bowl and in previous years in Hawaii like you were winning because that paid for your crew that you brought with you. Yeah, that, that's part of it, too. Yeah. I didn't bring the entire crew. Yams, I've always had some rules to okay. rolling with me as my entourage in the National Football League. If you did not help me move into my freshman dorm at Penn State, Shunk Hall, <laughs> okay, in East Pollock Commons, if you did not help me move in there, don't expect anything from me. Don't. And it was only four people there. My stepfather, my mother, my cousin Biz, God yeah. rest his soul, and my brother. Everybody else yeah. can understand it because they know the rule. Yeah. You don't get to go. I brought my best friend and my wife out, too. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that role. It, for me, it's just mom and dad, though. So, <laughs> so. We ain't getting any Porsches, I can tell you. So, <laughs> you crazy. Um, all right, let's go through. I, I'm not going to list every guy on the roster just because there's so many dudes. So I'm just going to highlight a couple of these names. I'll start with the AFC. Not a huge surprise. Tyreek, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase. Like that, that seems about right to me. We'll get to some snubs, by the way, yeah. coming up in just a bit. Travis Kelsey, kind of a no brainer at the tight end spot. Mark Andrews actually had a hell of a year. He had a great year, man. Yeah. Could you imagine if Lamar was healthy the whole time? I know. If Probably Lamar was not. healthy this season, we might be talking about him being one of the quarterbacks instead, although maybe not, right? It's Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Like, yeah, that man. is, those are dudes. Those are dudes. <laughs> it's crazy, so Lamar, man. but damn. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they, they're pretty special, man. Yeah. yeah. The running back spot, uh, Nick Chubb, Josh mm -hmm. Jacobs, speaking of dudes. Shout out Josh yeah. Jacobs. Contract yeah. year. Yep. Team needed to lean on him. What I do know Didn't is... Did he pick up his option? He said, you know what? Yep, All good. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll make you pay. And, and there's, I know there's people and guys on that offense who wanted the ball a little bit more and wanted yeah. to... Whatever. But Josh McDaniels understood that this offense had to run through the running back, had to move the line of scrimmage so the passing game could work. I'm glad to see Josh Jacobs on this list. Yeah, I'll throw Derrick Henry's name out into the mix as well. On the defensive side, Miles Garrett, not a surprise. Max Crosby, uh, you know, Trey Hendrickson for Cincinnati. Baller. Right. I mean, we just saw him the other week against Buffalo. Yeah. 
Oh. Why you got to mention that? Sorry. We no, just saw him no. the other week. N- 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 for our listeners who can't see us right now, no. oh, my goodness, Jam said it, and then he smirked right <laughs> after he said it. He knew what he was doing. But you right, man. Dominated awesome. my guy Deion Dawkins, that left no. tackle. And Trey Hendrickson gives this defense, this Bengals defense, an opportunity to just rush three, and he can win rushing three. Great job. A couple other names that stand out. Matthew Judon, absolute. Don, he balled out. Monster. I'll give some love to Sauce Gardner as a rookie making the team. I thought that was kind of cool to see. Mika Fitzpatrick, not a surprise there. Missed some games earlier this season. Sauce Gardner um, yeah. might have been the best corner in football. Yeah. Forget just a Pro yeah. Bowl. and He might have been the best corner in football. And I, I, just to see a guy that young play that patient. He's long. He understands coaching. He can tackle. He's not yeah. afraid of contact. Man, it's just weird to see a guy that young play that well. Derwin James, I think, is the most versatile safety in the NFL who also, and I've said this on air a few times and it bears repeating, I would not <laughs> want to go down a dark alley and see Derwin James on the other side because oh, I might not come out. Yeah, you might not. He intimidates the hell out of and me. I've I'm told just watching him, him. And I've told him this on air. Hey, bro, if I'm going down a dark alley, I need you with me. <laughs> okay? He started laughing. That dude is legit. Yeah. Glad to see him. Finally, you see Jordan Poirier oh, yeah. as one of the safeties there, even though you talk about my bills again, Jordan. Oh, they picked on him in that Cincinnati game. But that's not the nature of this podcast we're not talking bills that no, much no no yeah. although i'll throw justin tucker's name into the mix the most dominant player at his position in the most it dominant is. player in the nfl considering what he does his right. mental health is on a thousand yeah. oh my goodness yeah. big kicker it's all mental uh the nfc squad wide receivers Justin jefferson aj brown cd lamb terry mclaurin i like that terry mclaurin me too. on the squad me too i'm so happy to see terry scary terry on this list as well, you got your guy, A.J. Brown, who, again, I mean, Howie Roseman. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. man. He should be executive of the year. I mean, he put this team together. Went and got A.J. Brown. It's pretty dope. No, I'm with you there. Best left tackle in the NFL is Trent Williams. Of course, So yes. he, he obviously made the list as well. Tight end, George Kittle, doesn't surprise anyone. T.J. Hawkinson, who, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, hell, if he was still in Detroit, he probably has got a great chance of making Absolutely. this team. But rocking that Minnesota. Don't skip over that center. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a moving guard. As a former fullback, that means the middle three of the offensive line are very important to me. The guard, center yeah. guard, Jason Kelsey is the best center in all of football. Oh, I thought you were going to give some love to uh, to your boy Frank Ragnar. I like Frank Ragnar. Yeah. He's a big guy that can move too. Kelsey's he's a little undersized, but did you see what he did to that Giants oh, defender yeah. with one arm? Oh my tip of the spear! You know, offensive lineman know what I'm talking about. Just oh my goodness, this offense in Philly don't work, can't work. This run game cannot work without Jason Kelsey. Yeah, you got to bring up that Giants game, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Pay, I, a little payback that... for my Buffalo comment. I get it. It's all good. It's I didn't realize good. I said it until yeah, after yeah, I said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, quarterbacks here, I, I don't want to hate. I really don't. I mentioned who the AFC squad was, and like mm-hmm. this is just the nature of the beast, and this is no disrespect. Oh, God. Yes, that's exactly just, what you're about to do, so disrespect. it's Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, and Kirk Cousins. Let What's wrong just, with that? No, it's good, but if I said to you, well, which, which do you want the AFC trio or you want the NFC trio? Well, I mean, I want the AFC trio. Yeah, okay, exactly. No disrespect, There's but no, Yams, you're right. But I, <laughs> but I may want the NFC teams, though. You see what yeah. I'm saying? From a team standpoint, they got the better quarterback, yeah. probably. But the team standpoint, I feel like the NFC physicality, man, yeah, it's I'm trying to football. talk it up. It's flag I know. football. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Let me Just stop. That out there. You're right. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. Running backs here. Saquon <laughs> Barkley, I'll throw his name out there. Miles Sanders also having a great season from Penn State. Yeah, 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 man. Two Penn Staters on that list. That's pretty dope. It's crazy to see Dallas's backup running back on the list and not their starter, yeah. Zeke Elliott. Uh, Zeke may have played his last down with yeah. the Cowboys. And for that play to be the last down, don't get I me know, started. I know. Now, remember, 
Tony Pollard actually got banged up in that last game. Didn't he wasn't even able to finish it mm-hmm. against San Francisco. Dalvin Cook getting the nod. Yeah, now, man, so he's a pretty cool. good back as yeah, well, man. Yeah, your defensive player of the year, at least in my mind, Mine hasn't too. been announced just yet. But Nick Bosa also in the NFC squad. Nick Bosa. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Nick Bosa's a, I mean, we call that a protection dictator. Every offensive line in the National Football League is going to slide his way. Dude, I'm ta- I'm looking at some of these defensive players. Holy smokes, man. Wow. I mean, look at the interior lineman, uh, 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 Aaron Donald, Jonathan Allen, Dexter, Dexter Lawrence. Lawrence. That's murderer's row. Yes, it is. You can't run on none of them. No. You can't pass protect on none of them. You see what I'm saying? That's just pretty dope, man. Yeah, I mean, and look, uh, Michael Parsons on that defense, Hassan Reddick, what he's able to do is Darius Smith. I'll throw Fred Warner's name out into the mix. The corner's also pretty good. I gave love to Sauce Gardner. So did you. How about Tariq Woolen? Another rookie. Oh, a yeah. Player. I forgot about Tariq Woolen. Yeah. Again, a, a late-round pick. Dude can literally fly. He's long. You can't really beat him over the top, and he's not afraid to tackle. That's very important. Okay, any I, look. Generally speaking, that's the the roster. NFL.com. You can see the complete list. Hufanga there. made the strong yeah, safety one for the Niners. Man, He's nobody know who Hufanga was. And it, fight on, baby. Here until we go. he got yeah. that pick. Uh, yeah. What was it against Arizona yeah. early in the yeah. season, week four or something like that? Wow, I'm I'm happy for that kid as well. You you don't want to be on the receiving end of one of his hits nah, either. Nah, nah, nah. Dude just has an instinct for the football. Yeah. Any anyone stand out that I didn't make reference to a snub or two? A I mean, there's a couple of guys that have a case. I think. Um, how about I'll throw, how about I'll throw Austin Eckler's name into the mix? You know what? I feel like Austin Eckler gets disrespected every year. No, not by fantasy owners. <laughs> well, because the guy's a touchdown machine. He yeah. catches the football. He runs the football. But I mean, can you put him ahead of any of the AFC side of running backs? I mean, I don't know. But there's also Christian McCaffrey on the NFC side. Dude has over 1,200 scrimmage yards from since week seven, since yeah. he made the trade. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that, that's a tough one. But it's tough for me. I can't I, I, I can't put Austin Eckler ahead of Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, or Derrick Henry. All of those guys own— I could on Derrick Henry this season. Really? I think you don't a, think he was as impactful as he was before? Uh, I think there's— You don't think it was it's harder— tough because the level— it, it was harder on him this year. Yeah, the bar was set so damn high. But I'd say I'd make the same exact case on the flip side from a, a Chargers perspective. Like I think about Slater being out of that lineup. I think about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Austin Eckler. Here we go over 100 reception at the running back spot. Like I think it's you make a point. It's just you make and, a point. And this team got into the playoffs too. You make a point. So. You make a valid point. Maybe I'm just looking at it as the, the individual runners. I look at Derrick Henry, yeah. the, that he still got his stats and his yards and all of those things. And with the load of carries that he got with the quarterback um, that is not one of the more that dynamic quarterbacks in the National Football League with a guy like A.J. Brown getting traded away before the yeah. season, pulling that extra defender out of the box. So. No, I'm, I know. It's it, tough, it, man. It is tough. And, and look, it's like, all right, you take Henry, I'll take Austin Eckler. Yeah. I'm not going to be all that upset. <laughs> you took Eckler or McCaffrey. You know, it's, these are the best of the best. You know, one guy, I'm a little disappointed. I'm in Ross St. Brown not making making it. Only because he was fun to watch. I know what he meant to that offense. The offense was absolutely prolific. And there's an edge about him where it's like, all right, you want to disrespect me? I think back to that Hard Knocks episode where you can mm-hmm. name every single wide receiver taken before him. I just like that. I like that about him, too, 
But again, I just look at the guys that were chosen. Yeah. I just can't pick him over Scary Terry, uh, McLaurin, yeah. C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, or Justin Jefferson, who Justin Jefferson is really in the mix for MVP. MVP. You know what I'm saying? No like no He doubt. had one of the greatest wide receiver seasons of all time. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm just throwing some names out there. Just guys that aren't going to make the team, but yeah. who we like, and <laughs> I want to love them up just a little bit. Now, M-Rob, there's some differences, too, when we talk about each of these rosters. The AFC and the NFC, they're going to have a team of coaches to help guide them through these competitions. The go-to-goats, according <laughs> to M-Rob. We found that out in our last episode. Peyton Manning will be the AFC head coach. Ray Lewis knows something about defense. He'll be the AFC defensive coordinator. And Diana Flores will be the AFC offensive coordinator. The NFC, a oh, little brotherly uh, love here. <laughs> Eli Manning, the NFC head coach. Demarcus Ware will be the D.C. And Vanita Crouch will be the NFC offensive coordinator. Vanita and Diana, by the way, elite flag football players. Oh, they were on display at the World Games. I was there. They call Vanita Crouch the Tom Brady yeah. of flag football. I mean, this woman wins everything and wins almost every time she steps on the Except field. when she matched up against Except Diana Flores. when she, yeah. Diana Flores. Yeah. I mean. The but by in, the way, it was so much fun. She's was. super talented. She is, yeah. man. She got a little viral video where she, she was just moving her hips all around yeah. and, and getting away from all the people pulling her flags and then she scored, man. It, it, I, I really think everybody who's a true football fan should watch these competitions and learn what flag football is all about. Well, the skills competitions are actually getting a little bit bigger. The Pro Bowl games, the skill competitions are going to be brought to you by A. Smith & Company Productions. You're like, what? Yeah. Who? I got you. <laughs> They produce shows like American Ninja Warrior, which I love. That's one of those. If you don't have something to watch and that comes turn on. turn it on, yeah. You got me. <laughs> uh, Hell's Kitchen, I boil water pretty well That's outside awesome. of that. I don't do that. Yeah, the, the Hell's Kitchen <laughs> deal is not, you know, it's, it's cool. I know it's really popular. Uh, the Titan Games, also really cool. So before we dive into these skill competitions and how the weekend will work, what do you want to see? Like, what will we learn from the skills competition with regard to NFL guys? Well, you can see kind of like their competitive nature. That's really what I sure. like about it. You know, you get some people who deem some of these skill challenges as uh, whatever, but no. NFL guys, it's a mentality. You can't just cut off being a competitor. That's yeah. just who you are. It's crazy to see some of these guys. And I, at, when I go to, you know, PAO and some of the other things that a bunch of uh, football players go to, a lot of these guys are competitive with their own kids. Yeah. Like, they yeah. will not let their kids win. My son has never beat me in basketball. So I just want to see the competitive nature and can see the competitive juices on display. I can see you playing hoops with your son, and he's going up for a layup. And it's not just like the small swat away. Like, no. I mean, just like the M-Rob jump up in the air and just monster block, like yes. sending the ball like 20 yards away. And it, we got a bunch of acres we sit on, yeah. so it goes into the woods. And, and then you, you go, yo, go get it. Go get it. <laughs> you so young, you go get it. Yeah, I ain't do it. You go fresh, get it. You got fresh legs. <laughs> exactly. You got fresh legs. Uh, Pro Bowl game skills competitions will have cumulative scoring leading up to the flag football games on Sunday. So the scoring for the Pro Bowl games, this is how it's going to work. The winning conference of each skills competition earns three points towards their team's overall score with 24 total points available across the eight skills events. Now, the winning conference for each of the first two flag football games on Sunday will earn six points for their team, so there's a total of 12 points available. Mm. Points from the skills competitions and the first two flag games, they're going to be added together, and the score at the beginning of the third and final flag game will determine the winning conference of the Pro Bowl game. So the skills competition actually has some pretty good weight here heading into the flag football games. 
you mentioned the competition. Like to me, that's yeah. what this is all about. Because in other sports, and maybe this is like how it was for you in the NFL with the Pro Bowl games previously, it's kind of like, oh, it's fun and games. And then all of a sudden, you know, late in an NBA All-Star game, it ratches it up. Last right? two minutes of the game, um, you get serious. Late in games for baseball, <laughs> yep. you know, like guys stop talking, you know, a little chatter here and there. Like mm-hmm. it, you, you kind of get ready for it. Like I would imagine that this gets the competition going over the course of a few days. Absolutely. And, and Yams, to your point, I remember being in my Pro Bowl in the first three and a half quarters. I mean, past Pro is like, I mean, we're basically just talking. Yeah. Hey, guys, come on, let's dance. Don't hurt nobody. Don't hurt nobody. That last two, three, four minutes, man, I mean, we were serious. People got in their three-point stands. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez was screaming for the ball at Drew Brees. I need the ball. I mean, it was like, guys, this is not real. Like, this is yeah. whatever. Um, but they did a good job. And I can't wait, again, to see the guys have the the, the pride in it. Um, again, seeing that it's going to be over a couple of days, my first thought is, man, I'm going to get my my asthma pump. They're going to be running <laughs> around out there. But <laughs> these are big-time athletes. Man, I think going to have fun with it. And I think the NFL does a good job of making it fun. Yeah. All right. Well, look, you and I have gone through the roster and how the games are going to work. Still to come here on the NFL Explained podcast, we'll dive into how the skills competitions are going to be played. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the NFL Explained Podcast. I'm Rob. Mike Am with you. All right, we laid out the 2023 Pro Bowl games, how it's going to work. I keep mentioning the, the skills competitions. Day one, Thursday, February 2nd. I love this. I <laughs> freaking love this. Pro Bowl dodgeball, multi-round tournament, classic dodgeball, four teams of five players. 
Got offense, defense, both conferences squaring off. It's an AFC-NFC showdown. But in the first match, the AFC offense will face the AFC defense to determine the AFC winner. Second game, NFC offense against the NFC defense. That's the NFC winner. The finale, AFC winner versus the NFC winner. And whichever conference wins gets the three points. Have you ever played dodgeball? I mean, competitively. I ha- no, not I competitively. I played really? in a league. Yams? Charity, charity dodgeball league. And I was thrown out of one of the matches. Wow. <laughs> um, so I don't even know if you're the person to ask about strategy. Since you don't even play competitive. Yeah, I was about to say, what would they say on dodgeball, the movie? Dodge, duck, dip, yep. dodge. That's because, your strategy. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. So... <laughs> That's that's that's, that's all it. that is. That's all that's that it. is. Um, there's also a lightning round. Okay. So new this year, each conference will select 16 players to compete in a three-part elimination challenge that will leave one player left at the end to earn three points for the conference. The first event of the lightning round, splash catch. Teammate pairings for each conference, they toss water balloons back and forth from increasing distances. We all did this when we were kids, all right? Each tandem that completes all of their tosses advances to the second phase. Part two, it's lightning round high stakes. Advancing players will attempt to catch punts from jugs machines. We've already chronicled. I've done that too. Not as easy (laughs) as it looks. Um, You'll earn a, a place representing their conference in the final round of competition. And then the final part, Lightning round, thrill of the spill. The remaining players of each conference will aim at targets attached to a bucket hanging over the head of an opposing conference's coach. Let's go. The team to dump the bucket on the opposing coach wins and gets three points for the conference. Any, I'll I'll do splash catch because I think that's more familiar Mm -hmm. to a lot of fans because we all did the balloon toss. Who's your parent? Like anyone come to mind that you think like the soft hands? Like I think if, I mean, the, the wide receivers have to be a part It has to be. Wide receivers, maybe if you got some backs or tight ends who have really soft hands that could catch. But isn't it like got to be like Cousins Jefferson? Like, isn't that automatically the favorite? Well, but Kurt has to catch, too. You know what I'm saying? This is right, not just fair. a one direction it's thing. It's fair. It's I fair. would pair, you know, Justin Jefferson up with uh, Scary Terry or something. Just two receivers together. Because they're a hands team. They're a hands team. Yams. That yeah. would look. If I'm Peyton or whoever who's on the NFC side, I forgot. Hands Eli. team. Eli. When, Eli. Yeah. I would say hands team and have those guys run out for that. <laughs> hands team. Redefining hands team. Okay. I love this because a lot of guys actually do this. Longest drive. Four players each conference compete in a challenge to drive a golf ball the furthest. <laughs> I can't imagine it's one of those big boys. Yeah, well, no. Oh, I don't know. We used to have a driving competition when I was in Seattle. And you would think guys like Russell O'Kung, the big offensive lineman who – Know how to play golf and uh, do it. You know what? Bad job by me. It's got to be the quarterbacks. Cause all those like charity events. That's like, all they do. That's all they do. Or like one of those high priced wide receivers yeah. or something. It's one of those guys. It is not a big guy. Okay. Trust me. Okay. Golden Tate used to win ours every year. Golden Tate and Russell. I'm telling you. Shocking. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. All right. How about this one? Because we're talking about some of these other ones. Quarterbacks, they're, they're going to get their chance to shine here. Precision passing presented by EA Sports Madden NFL 23 mobile each conference three quarterbacks battling it out one minute accuracy competition you basically got to hit targets you accumulate points i see you perking up i think emrod wants to actually compete i would try that yeah i would i would try that uh (laughs) 10 targets either static or robotic dummies and drones how about we're throwing drones out there here we go they range in value one to five points and then there's also a long toss bucket 60 yards away worth 10 points who's your guy (sighs) 
who's my guy at the quarterback position? I mean, you start thinking about the accuracy, you know, and obviously in the AFC with Mahomes and Allen and Burrow, like Burrow to me of to all me the Burrow would 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 across the board. Yeah, right? but um, you got to think about Geno Smith. I know people are saying what? Mike? Oh, that's a good call. He led the National yeah. Football League. Was one of the top two or three guys in the National Football League in completion percentage. Dude knows how to throw darts. So yeah, I would go with Joe Burrow or Geno Smith. Okay, final event that day. I already know the winner. Best catch presented by Uber Eats. Two players, each conference, best catch competition, creativity, the whole deal, right? First round on Thursday, players will showcase their best receptions in highlight reels shot at iconic venues around Las Vegas. Fans will vote online for their favorite catch from each conference, and the player with the highest votes will compete in the finals on Sunday. This will be, Jefferson this will be Diggs, Justin right? Jefferson and Diggs or Justin Jefferson or Devontae Adams. I think he had a few one-handed yeah. ones this year. It'll be Justin Jefferson. And the play that they're going to show is against my Bills. Like, and Well, the, uh, the play they might show for Diggs is in that game, too. And that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, my goodness, man. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I... You know what? I don't know if I would have... If me, I had great hands, but I don't know if I would have wanted to be in this particular competition. I would have wanted to be in the, the throwing one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. Just to throw in some targets there. <laughs> day one in the books. What's happening on day two? We'll explain that coming up next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so day one of the skills competition in the books in terms of our explanation. It continues on. Best catch presented by Uber Eats, the finale. On Sunday, the top vote getters from each conference will compete head-to-head as they perform in front of a panel of celebrity judges. 
The pass catcher who accumulates the highest score from the judges determine the winner. Would you ever maybe think of a guy that's not a wide receiver in this competition? Yeah. Who, Travis Kelsey. Oh, great call. Like all yeah, day long. Obvious. Yeah. Travis yeah. Kelsey. I would think about him in this. I would also think about a guy like a Darren Waller. A bigger, longer guy who can run and do, you know, contort his body and do some pretty. What about the guy Kyle Pitts from Atlanta? Like, I would think yeah. about those guys who are really extremely large wide receivers. That's really what they are. So, the player who's going to move on, they basically get the gridiron gauntlet, a side by side relay race showcasing strength, speed, and agility. Six players from each conference compete to see who finishes first and wins three points for the team. The four part gauntlet. Each segment, 40 yards in length, includes a series of breakaway walls, a section of climbing over walls and under tables, a tire run, and a blocking sled carrying a Is legend. this Gladiators, uh, right? the, the show that we used to watch when we were young? No, no, no joke. I mean, <laughs> That's late, what it seems what, like. Who are the guys? Like Laser? And Storm. Uh, Storm. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. It was a, I forget them now that I said it. I forgot it. But yes, man, it seems like a Gladiator episode. Man. It does. It does. Or American Ninja Warrior because yeah. the producers are, are going through some of that stuff. Uh, how about this one? Kick, tack, toe. Each team's kicker, punter, and long snapper compete in a giant tic-tac-toe competition. So you got to kick it and it lands like in a square or something? So basically, the first team to complete a connecting line of three squares or hit five squares total will be declared the winner and earn three points for his conference. How many chances do you get like I, well, per if turn? It's, if it's three, then it's just Justin Tucker. Three kicks and you're over. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I mean, I guess the punter would have to be involved too. So are they alternating kicks? How is accurate the are these dudes? Oh, man, they're extremely accurate. So they'll be able to get this right. They'll be able to do whatever whatever is asked of them. I mean, it's crazy the accuracy of, the, of these kickers. Ridiculous. Final skills competition. Move the chains. That's what okay. we like to see yeah. every single Sunday, especially on the offensive side. Only the offensive side. <laughs> Four teams, two from each conference, will compete side-by-side side in a weighted wall pole that will showcase their strength and speed. Each team of five players is responsible for pulling a wall loaded up with heavyweights 10 yards as quickly as possible using first down chains. The winner of the best of three playoff will earn three points for their conference. I, I like what? Like, yeah, that's, like, this, that's crazy. Man. It really is. I mean, that's kind of like an off season condition, anything for that's exactly what it is. And actually, in college, we would call that the finisher. That's like what you do after yeah. the workout to kind of reinforce what you did through the workout. Um, I'm gonna pick any t- the AFC team that's got Derrick Henry. Just because he's a big guy. Can yeah, pull I it. just think about those workout videos that he posts. Yeah. This is where Austin Eckler comes into play. So the, it's a pull. So you yeah. got to be in front of it then. That's what I'm saying. I'm assuming yeah. and you got to be pulling that way. And they're talking about ingenuity. So I wonder whether they have any props or anything they can use to kind of help them out or whatever. Or are they just saying five guys get in front and pull? Then I'm just going to get the biggest, strongest guys yeah. I got. That's kind of why I'm going <laughs> in that direction. Um, all right. The actual flag football game itself. You know, you know the rules. Mm-hmm. You've analyzed the game, flag football game too. Is it AFC or NFC? I'm gonna go NFC just because wow. I think some of those AFC quarterbacks won't be playing. I think it'll be the NFC. I don't think it matters who the quarterback is. How about this take? You've seen this before, yeah. and I'm going off of something that you told me about flag football and mm. how the body types are a little bit different. Mm. I think if whatever team has Tyreek wins, like I think Tyreek Hill. We see it on Sundays, but I actually, I think he is going for as good as he is on Sundays. I think he's going to be a better in flag football. And the speed will scare people yeah. because you do have to slow down to pull the flag. Yeah. Like you got to kind of whatever. 
That's interesting, man. He's going to be a problem for the NFC side. Yeah. That's a good job by gonna, you. Yeah. Yams. I didn't even think about that. Come on now. Here, man, you on it, Next man. level analysis. Come on. <laughs> you let's on swap it. seats. I'm ready to be the analyst on this show. You on it, yeah. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the breakdown of the Pro Bowl games and more importantly, enjoys the entire week and how it all plays out. Remember, it's day one, Thursday, February 2nd, ESPN, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Day two, Sunday, February 5th from 3 to 6 Eastern on ESPN and ABC. He's the real Mike Rob. I'm Mike Am. Thank you so much for listening. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.